Welcome to the We Talk Health podcast, the official podcast for West Tennessee Healthcare. Please be advised that this podcast is not intended to replace any medical advice. Always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing said in this podcast is intended to supersede or supplement the direction of your medical caretakers. If you have any questions, please reach out to us at wetalkhealthpodcast at gmail.com and we will do our best to answer any questions you may have. Good morning. Welcome to another episode of We Talk Health. My name is Susan Tucker. I work in the cardiac rehab department at West Tennessee Healthcare. We have with us this morning several of our fantastic nurses who care for our post-op operative heart surgery patients. This morning, we are going to talk about nursing care of the post-operative heart patient. We have with us Logan Campbell. Good morning. Good morning, Logan. Heather Sudbury. Good morning. And Stacy Davis. Good morning. Good morning to all three of you guys. I know you guys have worked on our A2 step-down unit for a little bit of time, and you've had an opportunity to see many heart surgery patients who've come out to your care. Our patients who have undergone recent bypass or valve surgery, our patients deserve to have confidence that their nurse is knowledgeable, caring, efficient, and effective in providing that post-operative care. Not only preparing that patient for what to expect during that hospital stay, as well as preparing the family to kind of know what's to be expected and to have that knowledge base combined with the skill and the compassion that you guys provide every single day. This increases the likelihood of positive outcomes for our patients, and and we know that. So I'm just going to ask you guys this morning to just talk a little bit to us about what our patients and patients' family members can expect when they are with you guys on our A2 step-down unit. So day one after surgery, as long as everything's going according to plan, we like to mobilize our patients as soon as possible. Uh, It helps with recovery, helps with believe it or not, your pulmonary status and being able to breathe and cough and avoid those pneumonias we worry about so much. We'll have physical therapy come evaluate you and uh, begin the mobilization process. They'll help you get up for the first time with all of your lines and tubes that we will still have in at that time and uh, help you hopefully transition to your new room out there on A2 on our step-down floor where you'll continue to work with the nurses, the patient care techs, and physical therapy with continuing to progress your walking and hopefully make a safe transition to home. Yeah, like Nick was saying, once you get out to our floor, physical therapy will come by at least once a day. When they come by and see you, it's very important to do your very best during therapy. Um, You'll walk up and down the hallway. You'll sit in the chair for all your meals. You'll do certain kinds of exercises to help increase your endurance and build your strength up. We want you in the chair. I know it it hurts. You've got the tubes, you've got the wires, and, you, I mean, you've just had major surgery, but we want you up in that. It's a re, it's actually a really nice chair. It's kind of like a recliner, so we can recline you back, but we want you in that chair pretty much as much as you can tolerate it because the more you sit up, the more you're breathing better, the more your lungs are expanding, um, and the less likely you are to get an infection. So sitting up in that chair, as simple as it sounds, it's probably one of the most important things because you think about it, when you go home, you're not laying in the bed, you're not laying on the couch, you're sitting up in the chair. So we want you to do that here in the hospital just to help 
get you better and get you working towards home or a rehab or wherever you need to go. You want to be as conditioned as possible to what you're going to be facing your normal life when you leave the hospital, when you leave here. This is a very scary thing and it's nerve wracking. And, you know, we do this all the time. We have awesome surgeons, awesome staff, you know, everybody all around. It's truly a group effort that really helped get you guys where you guys need to be and, and get you ready and get you better to go so that you guys can go home. The main thing to know is that the surgeries, they're very invasive. There is times that things may not go a certain way, but you know, our staff is able to to treat you properly and we'll, and we'll get you where you need to be. Being on our step down floor, we get all the patients out of the ICUs. When you come out to us, we're gonna tell you what to expect. Certain things as such, you know, you're probably gonna have some chest tubes in. You're gonna have probably some pacing wires in. The chest tubes will be able to drain some fluid around your heart and around your lungs and stuff. The pacing wire is gonna be able to prevent your heart from, if your heart rate drops too low, we could help that out too. We're able to manage, you know, the chest tubes and pacing wires um, every single day. I know it's kind of scary having these big tubes and, you know, the wires out that's connected to a box and it looks like it's a lot, but we can always help get when it's coming from, you know, ambulating to the bathroom, to the hallways and stuff. You know, we do that on a daily basis and we're able to guide you and teach you how to properly move with the chest tubes because to be honest the chest tubes are really one of the most painful things after surgery a lot of patients have said you know not the incision itself but the actual tubes because of where they are and you know we encourage you to take deep breaths and they're just kind of rubbing against your lungs and so we can guide you through you know the pain and we can guide you through how to hold your pillow on you and splint that incision and splint where those tubes are and and we can just kind of help keep everything under control as best as we can. Yeah I'll just kind of reiterate on what Logan was saying just from personal experience with my father that had open heart surgery that was a patient on A2. As far as caring for the tubes and getting up and walking and all the things that seem super scary We do those things to get you better so that you can get out and you can get home to be back with your families and have a normal day-to-day life. And the walking and stuff really helps those tubes get out a little bit earlier because we and the surgeons monitor the output and based on how much output you get, we can hopefully get the tubes out and then that makes your pain 10 times better and that makes you just want to jump up and walk down the hallway and stuff, which we get excited about. Once those tubes are out, it's really more of a fun experience because you're in so much pain that we can't really talk because you're hurting so much. And so it's exciting for us to see the progression from when you came out to when the tubes are out and then when you get to leave and go home. So let's, just, let's use an example here. So let's say you have heart surgery on a Monday. More than likely, you'll be in the ICU for a day or two. Most of our patients come out the next day. So you would come out to us on A2 on a Tuesday. You would probably have your chest tubes still. Then on Wednesday, you would probably lose those chest tubes and they would pull them. Like Heather was saying, everything gets incredibly easier whenever you get those tubes out. Walking, eating, breathing, moving, everything is 10 times easier. After that, we the, the doctors would normally do a little bit of a tweaking on your medicines and making sure that you're comfortable and that your rhythms and everything are stable. And after that, then normally within three to five days after your surgery, you would be able to go home. Something to think about also with going home is how much help do you have at home? Do you do you need to go home with home health or do you need to go to a, a rehab for a couple of days just to get you stronger? Because the last thing we want you to do is go home and not be prepared 
we don't want our patients to go home and hurt themselves or fall or hurt a family member in any way because that's not that's not what we want. So we want to make sure you are fully prepared, and we will make sure you're fully prepared and, and your going home situation is appropriate before we do let you go home. Yeah, we have an excellent social worker team and case management team that rounds on the patients kind of on a daily basis if you need to talk to someone. And then on Wednesdays and Fridays, we have a discharge planning team that will actually round in the room with you and they'll talk to you and your family and see if you have any needs, whether it be like if you need to go to a skilled facility or if you want home health. Yeah, so talking about going home, uh, transitioning to home, just a little information about the incisions and the care for that. Our discharge nurse that comes into the room, she goes over all of your paperwork, your discharge, your medications, what you should and shouldn't take still, what you're going home on and all that. But she also does teaching on your incision care as well as the nurse does on a daily basis so you know exactly how to take care of your incision whenever you go home. Um, I feel that's a very important thing to know when you go home so that you don't come back with an infected wound or anything like that. So that's very important. And all the information that we give you in the discharge is in the cabbage book that Cardiac Rehab gives you. So if you do forget something or you're not really sure, you can always refer back to the book or you can even call up on to A2 and ask for anybody. Um, a nurse is the one that answers the phone, so you can ask questions and stuff like that. But we teach on a daily basis, like Stacy said, about the incision care. You have a dressing on your chest called a PICO. That is stay. It's like a vacuum sealed um, dressing on your chest that helps kind of wick away the drainage from your incision to keep that pretty much dry and keep the infection right down from it. So we change that three days after it's been on. So three days from your initial surgery, we change it, we clean it, we look at it, make sure it's not any drainage, make sure there's not any incision part that's actually opening up. And if it is, we notify the surgeons immediately and they come over and they look at it. But most of the time we have no complications and we just either put the Pico back on or we put a coverlet on, which is just another simple dressing after the next three days, so six days, if you are still there, which most of the time they're not, then that Pico comes off completely. I mentioned earlier about a cabbage book. Another name for that is the heart surgery book. This is the book that the nurses give you during heart camp to better prepare you for the surgery. So we've mentioned a lot about having post-operative pain. We want you guys to understand that pain is normal. Pain is expected. The main thing is that we are going to have pain medicine for you. Um, you would normally get this pain medicine every four to six hours. Please don't try to be Superman or Superwoman. We want you guys to be able to talk to us and tell us when your pain reaches a level where you need you need something. We want you to be comfortable because if you don't have a lot of pain, you're going to be able to breathe better, and that's going to keep you from getting pneumonia, which is always a big worry about after heart surgery because you know your chest has been cut open. You don't want to you don't want to breathe deep. So being comfortable and and having adequate pain level is is very very important during this process and unfortunately we can't get pain all the way under control we can get it as best control as we can but like logan said we need y'all as patients to let us know because if if you don't tell us that you're in pain you're 
basically just going to sit there in pain and we're just going to keep on going about our day and you're just going to get worse and worse and worse. And it's so hard for us to get your pain back under control rather than us just being at the forefront and getting ahead of the pain. So a lot of patients are scared that they're going to get addicted to the pain medicine and and that's not the case. And and we do try to prescribe non-narcotic medicines, the uh, nurse practitioners and the doctors. So that does help. We would just like to know when you're in pain and please let us know because that'll help your recovery 10 times better. And you're always going to go home with some kind of pain medicine. Whatever's working for you while you're in the hospital, they will give you 15, 20 tablets for you to go home with. That way you'll be able to be comfortable until you kind of get over the acute process of this surgery. Another thing in talking about pain to help with pain control, I know a lot of people probably think that it's kind of weird to hold on to a pillow after surgery, but that is going to be your best friend as far as splinting your incision, making sure that when you're coughing, getting up from the chair, walking, anything, to hold on to that pillow so that you splint that incision to make sure that that breastbone doesn't separate. We want to try to prevent that also. That's a way that we can help with that. Another way to, you know, kind of decrease the pain and protect that incision is no pushing or pulling anything. You know, it's easy and it's kind of a given thing that we do when we stand up from the chair we put our hands down and then we push up and that's pretty much a big no-no for our incision because that could pop that incision right open and unfortunately make you go back for surgery so we kind of teach no pushing pulling or tugging anything greater than five pounds for the first um, couple of weeks i'm nick i'm the nurse practitioner with the cardiothoracic surgery group and cardiac anesthesia group i kind of have a varied role in the post-op management we take care of the critical care needs of everybody immediately post-surgery with our intensivist group, which involves a vast array of hemodynamic management, watching uh, everybody's vital signs, blood pressure, uh, controlling the ventilator. Everybody comes out from surgery with the endotracheal tube and on the ventilator for approximately four to six hours is our average. So that's a, a big hump for patients to come out with a tube down their throat, not being able to breathe. And then we transition to stabilizing the patient overnight to hopefully be able to get out of the ICU on day one. And from there, I follow the patient from the ICU for the cardiothoracic surgeons all the way through discharge and make sure we have kind of a smooth transition through the whole hospitalization. And another major thing with post-op pain is all the non-opioid adjuncts we do. Everybody believes that, you know, Tylenol or ibuprofen won't help when you leave the hospital or go home because, you know, have my chest cut open. But, uh, Tylenol around the clock with some intermittent ibuprofen can do a world to reduce your uh, opioid requirements and really make you comfortable, be able to breathe better, move better, and have a better healing process. That was Nick Archer, nurse practitioner for the cardiac anesthesia group. He works directly with anesthesiologists and the surgeons back in the unit. He also rounds out on our patients and he helps us get orders faster because he's more available to us than the surgeons are when they're in surgery. So He's a great, great team member. So while you're on our floor, everybody on our floor is attached to a heart monitor. That's just so we can make sure that your rhythm is stable. And if anything goes askew, that we can take care of it in a timely manner. In saying that, there's a lot of extra noise that you're going to hear. A lot of dinging, a lot of bells and whistles. Just know that everything's okay. That's just part of the process. And it's just part of us monitoring you guys appropriately. Something that we also kind of want to end with here is just the main thing is just we want you guys to be able to trust us and understand that we know what, what we're doing. We have you guys 
best interest in mind from you know, kind of like Nick was saying from the very beginning when you first came out of surgery till discharge you know we're, we're here to make you guys better so please please if you have any questions or anything please ask I mean, like I said we, we're here for you and we just want to make this as easy and smooth as process as possible yeah over the years we've really developed a great team here from the surgeons to nurses to all the ancillary staff to cardiac rehab to cardiac heart camp even prior to surgery it's taken a long road, and we finally seem to have gotten to a place where we're providing some of the best care in the nation. Uh, we're a three-star STS surgery program now, which is very far and few between, and you'll find in uh, anywhere. So we're very proud of that, and we've worked hard for it. And uh, everybody, like I said, from the surgeons to the nurses to everybody else, all the ancillary staff has been working very hard to get this program where it, it is now, and we plan on continuing to maintain that. Thank you, guys. Thank you all very much. And uh, to our listeners, thank you very much for listening to another episode of We Talk Health. If you have any questions, please address those questions to wetalkhealthpodcast.gmail.com. This has been another edition of We Talk Health.